1: Another edition of the c2p i'm your show host Paul shanti as always we appreciate you folks stopping by and listening in as we do bring you the next collection of those 2022 nfl draft stars apple music stitcher spotify itunes anywhere where you listen to your podcast you can find these free and available to download at your leisure and today we have a fantastic young man on the program he's a durable man he had 30 31 consecutive starts at vmi and then he wrapped it up with 11 consecutive starts at Eastern Kentucky. It's none other than a standout guard center mixture, Brad Davis. Brad, welcome to the program. Excited to get you on. How's this afternoon treating you, my friend?
0: Good, good. Thank you for having me. Just had my uh, last lift today before the pro day on Thursday, so I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, I- are you content wait waiting a few more days or or if you just wake out wake up tomorrow and just get it out of the way. Are you anxious? Or are you prepared? Kinda <laughs> take us through how you feel right now.
0: I'm I'm prepared. It's been it's been a good few months of preparation. Um I talked to my strength coach at VMI and my strength coach here at Eastern Kentucky and kinda of combined both philosophies and I've been working hard here in Richmond, Kentucky, so I'm I'm ready to go. I need a need another couple of days to stretch and loosen up, but I'll be ready to go on Thursday.
1: Yeah, and can you believe your collegiate career has kind of come and gone, and and now you're knocking at the doorstep of the National Football League?
0: Yeah, it's wild. It really, it really flew by. Those uh, at a military school, those first two years were going a little slow, but eventually it sped up. And then uh, this whole COVID year, playing two seasons in one year, was just kind of wild. But yeah, it definitely passed really fast.
1: Excellent. Now I got to ask: uh, Growing up, was f- football the favorite sport and were you the bigger better more athletic kid from the get-go or did it take some time for you to develop into the kind of the guy that we see now
0: yeah it was always it was always my favorite sport um i started playing in second grade uh, that's when my i'm from a really small town in southern virginia um, and that's when my county finally got little league football um and my dad signed me up and i fell in love with it from the first season um and just being from the rural small area where i am i was always one of the bigger kids i wouldn't always say more athletic but i I got athletic eventually (laughs) (laughs)
1: and uh, i noticed on your bio that your father also played the position uh how much do you you guys back and forth and just you know having him kind of mentor you and you feeding off what he already knew going into this
0: oh my gosh he was my inspiration from the beginning he uh he went to a smaller school than i did and they actually didn't have football so he went to the marine corps straight out of high school and Coming out of the Marine Corps, decided he wanted to play college football. So he played a year at JUCO and, and jumped into playing offensive line at uh, Randolph Macon. And he coached me from that first year of uh, Little League all the way through my senior year of high school. And yeah, he, he's been—he's my best friend and my inspiration. And it's been awesome having him through the, through all this. Awesome. Once again, Brad
1: Davis, the standout, Eastern
0: Kentucky guard and
1: center here on the College of Pro NFL Draft Blast. Uh, Brad, we always kind of like to get into the nooks and crannies of, uh, you know, why you're on the show. It's because you are a 2022 NFL Draft prospect. But that said, if we threw you in the film room, you're with these teams, they're breaking down your tape. What do you think they're going to love about you? I like to say that these are your hallmark, home run abilities that they're going to have to get you in camp and eventually –
0: you to that 53-man roster? I think the thing that stands out about me is Um, You know, I've moved around to all five different positions, started at four over four years. Um, I've only had the one injury, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not a flashy guy that's kind of pancake six and ten times a game, but I'm going to come in there and be solid, be reliable every game of the season, and I'm going to stay healthy, and I'm going to stay in shape, and I feel like I'm a smart guy that can, you know, I can figure out what's going on with the defense if you give me a week to study them, and I can figure out the playbook pretty quick. So I would say smart and reliable are my two things.
1: Nice. And that pro day coming up, any particular drills you really think you're going to wow these guys at? I mean, I know if you ran a four-one-nine, you're going to be disappointed that you didn't <laughs> run a 4 four-one-zero. So you know, I know there's you know nobody's going to ever be happy enough. But is there one specific drill, one specific thing that you think you even could be individual drills? absent of the you know, the time numbers. Is there anything in particular that you're really stoked about?
0: You know, the whole thing. I'm there's not really one in particular that I'm real excited about. I mean, offensive linemen, I'm excited to do the bench press. Um, but just just being able to get out there and put my whole skill case, you know, to show in front of a whole bunch of scouts, I'm looking forward to all of it.
1: Nice. And I'm curious, uh I, I see different variables on the internet. What is your height and weight right now? What do you think you should be on Thursday when they, they weigh you in and, and measure you?
0: I've, I've played my whole career at about 6'4", 295, and I I should be right there when they weigh me in.
1: Nice. That's a nice athletic number. You'd be a uh, Falcons, guys. Falcons definitely like the lighter side of, of those O-line guys. So uh, just uh, our list well, Falcons Falcon. fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just, uh, you know, you, you look at numbers. Uh, I know they're left t- and right tackles. Uh, they're a lot leaner. Uh, than most uh, that we see uh, around the league. Um, how about this one? This is your show. We do want teams that they do listen in. Uh, what goes unnoticed about you? You could be a film junkie, a weight room warrior, great in the community. Maybe the offensive system didn't allow you to showcase more skills in terms of what you needed to do on the O-line. Maybe you didn't get the pull enough. Maybe you get a run block more, pass pull. I do not know. This is your show. Brad, is there anything that you can mention, if they're
0: listening, that can help you fall in their good graces when this draft rolls around? I think if you talk to anybody that I've been on a team with, anybody that's coached me, they'll say that I'm a I'm a lead by example type guy. Um, I'm going to come in and, and do the right thing, and I'm not going to be a problem off the field. I'm a I'm a low maintenance guy off the field and on the field. I'm going to be a lead by example. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to like you said, come into the weight room and work hard. And I don't you know have any freakish Tristan Wirfs type weight room numbers, but I will you know I'll go in there and work my butt off. And you know I just love this game and. Want to do it to the best of my ability, on and off the field.
1: Nice. And, and I got to ask. I mean, for you, and it doesn't matter. I, I think every guy that we have on the program, and we talk to everybody. Uh, you know, we we you know we have guys that went to the combine. We have guys from D3 schools. Uh, when does it sink in, Tuniede? is a legit opportunity. I mean, do coaches tell you, hey, Brad, we see something special into you? Uh, do you have great games against great opponents to kind of build confidence on? When does this moment really sink in that what you did on Saturday could possibly allow you to earn a living playing football on
0: a Sunday? Well, you know, coaches at VMI had mentioned it, you know, once or twice, but uh, it really sunk in when, uh, you know, I never registered to VMI, and it sunk in, uh, I think, whenever the NCAA announced everyone was getting an extra year, I think it might have been September of 2020, um, and I knew that I would have another chance to make a shot at this. Um, I knew that, you know, between the spring at VMI and between this fall here at Eastern Kentucky, which I didn't know I was going to be at Eastern Kentucky at the time, but, you know, the next fall, wherever I was going to go for that last year, that that was going to be my shot. And, uh, you know, this season at Eastern Kentucky, I feel, was my my most consistent season um, and I really you know once we got two or three games into the season I really dialed it in and I feel like I had a you know not too many ups and downs just smooth level level play throughout the rest of the season.
1: Nice and, and I gotta ask uh, you come across as a humble young man. Uh, when do you flip the switch? When do you become
0: this ferocious dude on the field? Uh, you don't know <laughs> you don't have to be you don't have to be <laughs> cocky and arrogant. And, I mean I've never been one to. The trash talk. I've always found, especially this year in Eastern Kentucky, uh, the the guys who trash talked the most were the guys who used to compensate for something. They usually weren't very good, and <laughs> they needed the trash talk to get along. And I never dealt with trash talkers at VMI because I don't know how much you know about them, but we were a very up tempo, high paced offense, and no one could breathe, so they definitely couldn't trash talk. But yeah, absolutely, <laughs> try to stay humble and just you know make the most of this opportunity that God's given me because I wouldn't be here without Him.
1: Hey man, hey Psalms thirty-seven, four. Delight yourself in the Lord; He'll give you the desires of your heart. So obviously, coming to fruition for you, Brad. Uh, in v- speaking of VMI, the military background, uh, is it like night and day leaving there to go into another collegiate school? I mean, you know, what's oh, it like? Cause I know it's very demanding, but you experienced both. I mean, I, listen, and we're not saying EKU was a some cakewalk. We're not saying that, but. Is there a very drastic comparison to what you were at compared to where you finished at?
0: No way. It's not even, <laughs> it's not even close. I mean, <laughs> yeah. VMI being a small military school, you're, you're up for 7 a.m. formation, putting your bed away and in uniform all the time. <laughs> and you're, you know, running from class to practice and that tempo offense worked really well for us. Cause we really didn't have much time at all at football, you know, in the season or out of the season. So when we were over there, we had to do things fast. Um, And then coming here, you know, I'm living in an apartment on my own rather than barracks with, you know, all 1,600 other cadets. And I'm able to, you know, go out and get something to eat when I want to. It it was a night and day, and I'm very appreciative for both experiences. And I think they both helped mold me into what I am.
1: Excellent stuff. Once again, Brad Davis, the standout. 42 consecutive starts, 31 at VMI, and then another 11 at Eastern Kentucky. And he's well-versed in both guard and center. And is always like, it's always nice to have all those attributes in the toolbox when this draft time rolls around. And he's going to be performing at his pro day Thursday. So we're going to want to wish him the best of luck. And I'm going to have to remind myself to send you some uh, love that morning, Brad. Um, with that said, we always like to end our show with the few last We call it three and out. A couple light-hearted, off-the-wall questions. Um, You ready to take a shot with those?
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: Now, we asked this question of all the guys that come on the program. Now, I, I might have to go to VMI, but then again, it could be somebody to Eastern Kentucky. What coach could be either school had the biggest pet peeve during practice? It's an absolute no-no. If you get caught doing it, you might catch a little hell.
0: I think... The first thing I can think of is uh, my first O-line coach at VMI, Mike Cummings, who's now at uh, Central Michigan. Um, if you ever, <laughs> coming out, I mean, if you had the habit of, uh, if you clap when you screw up, like if you mess up a play and you know you messed up and you're <laughs> mad at yourself and you, like, clapped your hands, oh, that would, he would tear you a new one. He hated that with a passion. <laughs>
1: uh you know what's best i mean i think you're our 150th guest this year uh and we ask that of everybody brad almost every guy gives a different answer that's the fun part about the question really like we wouldn't ask it if there's <laughs> yeah i mean you'd think there'd be some universal thing that all you guys respond to but we keep asking it because that i mean you know uh you know the next guy will be you know hands on the hips or you know no spitting on the field or no cussing i mean it's just so wild range, and it's always fun to hear a different perspective on what could draw the irate out of a coach. And uh, obviously for Coach Cummings, uh, it's the clapping of the hands. How about this one? Um, usually the O-linemen are the bigger men on the team, that closest unit on the team. That said, who is the, the biggest eater of your Eastern Kentucky teammates on that offensive line? And what is one of the most impressive meals that you've seen them throw down?
0: Man, we had a tradition, which I think was awesome, and I hope they continue it this year. Um, we would go out every – the O-line would go out to a new restaurant in Richmond, Kentucky every Thursday night before, you know, because that was our last last padded practice for the week. And, you know, the next day would just be helmets, and then we'd be traveling to wherever or being at home. Um, but any time we would go out, Peyton Collins, our left tackle, he was a freshman All-American this year. a great player. He – I swear every time we'd get like two appetizers and two full meals, and he's not the biggest one on the O-line, but he could put down some food. It was ridiculous.
1: Excellent. And uh, kind of sticking on, the to- sticking on the topic of food, uh, when this draft rolls around, I assume you're going to be with family and friends awaiting uh, to find out where you're going to land to hear your name called. That said, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have specifically made, Brad, as you celebrate this next football journey?
0: Well, I'll be honest with you. On the thirtieth, that last day of the draft, my cousin's having a wedding, so I guess it'll be up to them oh. when I'm eating that day. But um, my mom is probably the best cook. She's had a she's had a rest she had a restaurant when I was in high school, and she had a bed and oh, breakfast wow. when I was real little. And she's you know she's real good at that southern home style cooking.
1: Oh, so yeah, she could definitely throw down. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure mom can definitely. Uh, and then you got the wedding going on. Well, hopefully. It's a night to celebrate. You get to throw a couple few back and uh, enjoy hearing your name called and celebrate with uh, family and friends. It's even better. Uh, Brad, listen, Absolutely. we appreciate you taking some time. And, listen, uh, get some rest, get your stretching in, and then uh, wake up pro day Thursday morning prepared. We always like to tell our guests stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Hey, thank you so
0: much for this opportunity.
1: No problem at all. Once again, that is Brad Davis, the EKU standout also a VMI grad, joining us here on the
0: C2P.
1: This has been a C2P exclusive.